Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Okay, so now you collect the join line. Okay, now let me get pop. This is not getting the people. Hold on. Getting my pop pop. Oh, yeah, your pop pop is too much. Hold on. Oh, you had a good service Sunday? Yes, we did. Yes, yeah, we they did. said you had a good service. Hold on, hold on. Okay, so Tenzi, you and Pop, I'm gonna go get some more people. Hold on. Okay. Miss Tenzi, how you doing? Good, thank God. And how about you? Well, I'm hanging in there. That's what we got so to how, do. How, 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 how your husband doing? Thank God he's busy. He was a little uh, low with the headaches and a little with the allergies, yeah, but he, thank God he feels better. Feels That's better. good. Thank God for thank God for that. Yeah, man, my legs were all right. I'd be all right. But uh, my legs give me a fit. Oh, it's your legs. Yeah. 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 That's nice. All right, you can't do nothing about the riders. No, we can't We can't uh, do nothing with that. No. Okay. Uh, we got Pop. I mean, Sister Vaughn. Hold on. Hello, on. everyone. Good morning. Good how evening. Doing? How are you? Okay, okay. You okay. All right. How y'all doing? 
Yes, yes. Thank God we're hanging in. It's pop pop. Oh day. yeah. That's right. Mm hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to get some more people. Uh, hold on. Okay. Yeah, we're just holding on, holding on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. This hot day is to let us know what we're going to be in, in with for the summer. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's evil. It feels good to me. I like the warm weather. I like it too. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see some allergen this pollen things go oh, down a little bit. I know. Then well, you know God knows best. Oh yes he does. Yes he, he does. Everything is done for a reason. Oh yeah. Just hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, yes. Okay, let me see Mary Brown. Yes, hi. Yes, I'm on now. Sister Maria is on too, Maria. Hi, Sister Maria. Hi, everybody. Okay, let me see. Hi, everybody. Oh, is Sister Austin? Sister Austin on? Okay, let me try to get two more people. Okay. Who I, who I heard? Sister Vaughn praying? Oh, or Sister Tensley? Sister Tensley. Good evening. It's good to hear your voice, good Sister Vaughn. Good evening. Good to hear yours, too. Yes, ma'am. I'm. I just got a brand new grandson, baby boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes. And you know, I look at the children so differently now. Now that we know the Lord, you know, and look at him and say, You just you just came from the our father's house. You know? And and it seems like he just smiles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He smiles. And he even tried to open his eyes. And he was brand new. I said to myself, oh, my Lord. Yes, and how he opened his eyes when he did start opening them, he started looking at the world. Looking at this oh, earth. Yeah. I oh. said to myself in my heart, I said it must be totally different from where you just come from. You just got Okay, Pastor. <laughs> Can can you all hear me? I'm visiting, so it's it's gonna have a yes. little the kids all in the background. I might have oh. to put it on mute from time to time. 
No, I can hear you. I can hear everybody loud and clear. Okay. Yeah, I hear you too. Yeah. All right. Yes, yes. So, anyway, it's, oh, he's beautiful. I'm exhausted. She's exhausted. My son is exhausted. <laughs> Everybody's. Oh. And, and today. Most of them. Okay, you're on. Oh, okay, we got everybody on. Uh, hello. 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 Good evening. Hello and good evening. Good evening. Yes, it's Austin here. Bless you. Hi, Sister Austin. Hi, Sister Austin. Bless you. <laughs> okay, so we got Sister Tinsley, we got Sister Austin, we got Sister Vaughn, we got Pop Pop, we got Missionary Matt, we got Sister Maria. Um, Sister Arlene on? Arlene? Okay, so Virginia didn't come on as yet. But she'll come on when she's, you know, she's finished. And I, I haven't got a chance to talk to her this week. So she will come on. All right. So how is everyone tonight? Everybody's okay? Thank God. Yeah, we're okay. okay. Amen. So far. Oh, Amen. Very, very interesting lesson tonight. It's a lesson that's going to really talk about trust and, and trusting God for everything and what happens. And I'm hoping that this night lesson will be enlightening to help us to realize that no matter what we're doing, God knows all about it. So we're going to open up in prayer, and we're going to ask, let's see, Sister Maria, can you open for us in prayer tonight, please? Heavenly Father, we come to you, your Jesus in Christ. We, we praise you. We give you the glory. We, we stand here and sit here in awe of your magnificence, all that you have done for us, all you have given us, and all that you want to prosper us. So tonight, as we get together in sisterhood to praise you, we want you to hear from us that we are your children. We know know that we were chosen by you, and you choose us, and we choose you, Lord. We put you first, last, and always. So tonight, we want to give praise for a brand-new baby. And when we, and when a, when we send new baby, Sister Deborah's grandson, you allow us over and over again to see the magnificence and the greatness of what comes from love. Love brings love. So this evening, we will, ha- we will be joyful. We will be happy because... We are your children. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Um, Amen. Before we get started, we always like to give you guys updates on news that's happened among us. And as Maria um, stated, um, missionary, <laughs> she has already have a school, but she's out of town um, visiting her son, whose um, wife just gave birth to a new baby. So she's a grandmother again. <laughs> So we say congratulations to you on your new you. addition to your family. I tell you, you, 
missionaries got so many grandchildren, she got enough to fill up the church. I know. And it's funny, and I, listen, I have to share that with them, and I hope you don't mind. When missionary was coming to the church, and the Sunday school was small, but when she brought all her grandchildren, that we had a full Sunday school. All the little children was there. <laughs> I know you did. Yeah, the Lord say, "Be fruitful and multiply." They was obedient in that area for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but they're have- all precious. They're all precious. Yeah. and uh, just love them. Just love them. I know you would love them too, everyone. If they exactly. were to meet them, yes, ma'am. We used to have a yeah. good time in Sunday school with her grandchildren. A good old time. You know, it was just so nice. It was just really, really nice when they had all the kids there. So sometimes I do miss that, but but we had a really big Sunday school of all the little children and stuff that come in. So we just wanted to share that in with with us. And thank you, missionary, for letting me explain it to the people how blessed you are with so many um, grandchildren. And And I tell you, it looks like my son is trying to, Help me catch up with missionary. He already got three now. Also. <laughs> oh, yeah. so they are. Now, see, if you had three sons, then it'd be three times three times three. Exactly. Yeah. So we're just grateful for God for all the new blessings that he has um, put into our life. Hello? 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 Pastor, I'm you're here. Here. No, I'm here. That was um, Virginia calling. She can't get on. So, missionary, she's calling you for you to put her on. Oh, okay. I have um, yes. That's that's so fine. I'm gonna. My line is full. She's trying to get on. Okay, that's that's. She's calling now. Hold on, please. Let's so wait. Wait for her. It's nice how we if we can't get on one person's phone. Um, they got numbers to call in to get on. So Thank God for that. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. It's a family. Yeah. We got a nice little family. Nice. We're just going to wait for her so we can get started because we have a very interesting. Okay. We're we're here. Arlene, did you make it on? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. And <coughs> Sister Maria, okay. you on? Yeah, I'm still here. Yep. Okay. Right. That's the family on. And Pop Pop, you there? You didn't pop away, right? Pop, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, let's just start off by just tearing our heads and say hallelujah. Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for just being here. Being here for keeping us all week long. We just thank you, thank you, thank you. Another week. We have to start to make a decision, too, because we know, and I just want you guys to think about this. Um, we know that we usually end in June for the Bible class, which means we have like four more weeks of Bible class. But you guys oh, yeah. let me know the last week um, 
the last Thursday in June, if you want to discontinue and then start in September, or you want to just work around, because I'll be out of town for some time, but we can work around the schedule, because some, when I'm in um, in a state, you know, no matter where I'm at, I can always have a phone, and we can always have the Bible class. So pray about it. See which way you want to do it. You want to rest until September, or you want to just keep going on until we get finished with the book of Exodus. So just pray yeah, about Pastor, it. You need a break. Okay. Yes, she do. I yeah. feel she does too. I agree. Yeah. Need you come, honey. I agree. I'm not thinking about it. As much as we would love to, but we do think that you need to rest and yeah, and just enjoy your family and it's just. Not just that we don't not. love you, we still love. Uh, you. Yeah. Well, I, if you allow me to take a break, I'm still going to be bugging you because I'm going to be at some of your houses. I'm going to tell you that now. <laughs> That's all right, too. That's yes, all right, come too. On. We love to have you. <laughs> That's true. Yes, yes. you're welcome. Yeah. You might have to look for me because I'll be down there. <laughs> uh, you can come on, but I, I don't have my apartment yet, but I, it's, everything will be all right as long as I see you. It's okay. Yeah, it's we, we, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm still with my niece, but still, you'll be welcome. I got plenty of space. I got a big old place there. You can have more, more than enough room for you. <laughs> oh, nice. Have a girl's day. <laughs> yes, and bring your bathing suit so you can sit by the pool. So you be oh, no. oh, oh, nice. Why you go to bathing suit? That is not a problem. All right. Can I, I have a suggestion, Pastor? Since I'm going to miss everyone, I know I sorely missed everyone last summer, but I know you need your uh, rest. But maybe we can get together one one week, one day out of the month yeah. instead of every week yeah. so we can still say hi and see if anybody needs prayer. Like we can all just hear each other's voice. If, yeah. if, if, I don't know. Just roll that around a little bit and see what everybody say. I don't You're have a that. problem. Whatever you guys say is fine with me. You could definitely yeah. do that. What do you guys think? Would- can we take one... One day out of the month and just to say hello, yeah, everything. Why, okay. why not? Why oh, not? Yeah. Two, two would be better. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pastor might, she might be on a cruise in the middle of the water or something. So we, ah, <laughs> that's that's okay. we have to think about that. <laughs> yes. Because you don't need me to do that. You guys can do it among yourself. I'll set it up. Um, before I go for the month for the month of July and August, and all you have mm-hmm. to do is dial in and say a prayer without me, and you don't need me for that. So you guys pray about it, and we yeah. and we, can, we can set up something maybe for once or twice a month, whether I'm here or not. We can just sit on the phone and just pray with each other. That's and right. And just take it. It mm-hmm. just take no more than fifteen twenty minutes or whatever the Lord say, and it's just done to keep things mm-hmm. going. So that's a good okay. idea, and definitely we'll get that set up um, sometime um, between sometime this week. I'll set it up. So I don't okay. forget. So the line will be open July um, and August. So you and um, okay. you know with the same number, and then you guys will call in and and just talk. I'll do whatever the Lord tell you to do. 
So that's okay. a good suggestion to keep it going. Okay. Okay. All right. Verse 16. We're going to start off with my little sister, Austin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and they took their journey from Elma, and all the congregation of the children of Israel came unto the wilderness of sin, which is between Elma and Sinai, on the fifteenth day of the second month after the department parting out of the land of Egypt. Okay. So notice God gave the detail. It was the 15th day of the second month. month. That's one month after they lived in the land of Egypt. Egypt. They went into a land called sin. Now, when I saw the word sin, S-I-N, I said, why would God call But I was thinking maybe it was something bad that was happening to him. But based on my studies, and if anybody finds anything different, the reason why they called it sin was only because it's a land that was kind of rough in terms of um, it had sand and stones. So it was kind of hard mm. on them walking on their feet. So I guess that's why they call mm. it the land of sin, because it was hard for them to walk mm. um, in that area. But I don't see anywhere so far in the Bible that anything bad happened there, just was just called the land of sin. Okay? So, okay. Um, two, so two sisters, Kenzie, please. Two reads. In the desert, the, in the desert, the whole community grumbled against Moses and Adam. Okay, read three. Three reads. The Israelites said to them, if only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt, there we sat around parts of meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you have brought us out into the desert to starve this entire assembly to death. Amen. So they, they walked in the wilderness. And while they walked in the wilderness, you know, they just start to mumble and groan mm-hmm. and complain. Mm-hmm. And what did they complain mm-hmm. about? They say, look, Moses and Aaron, and mm-hmm. said, you have brought us out here in this wilderness. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing for us to eat. And we, when we think back, when we were in Egypt, we had all the food that we wanted. We had pots filled with meat. And all the bread we want. Now you see, they think about all the food that they had, but then I think about how they was in slavery. And look what they said. And now you have brought us out in this wilderness to starve us to death. Not being grateful, they're not slavery any longer. But right away, they start to complain. Okay? Keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Four, um, missionary, please. Yes, uh, verse four. Then the Lord said to Moses, look, I'm going to rain down food from heaven for you. Each day the people can go out and pick up as much food as they need for that day. 
and I will test them in this to see whether or not they will follow my instructions. Okay, ma'am. I want you to focus on this very carefully, that the Lord said to Moses that he's going to send down food from heaven, and then the people can go out and pick up as much food as they need. But in order to do that, he's going to give them a test to see if they're going to follow his instructions. Now, notice this. When the people complain, who did they complain to? Moses. 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 But who heard it? Moses. But who heard it? God. God. So they wasn't talking to God, but God heard them, right? So what is that telling you? Everything that we say, everything that we do, maybe we think we're talking to somebody else, but God hears everything that we say and do. Because look at that. It was not talking to, to um, God, but they were talking directly to Moses. Moses. Mm-hmm. You know, and they start to complain. So if you realize that everything that you say and do, God hears it, think about how we should govern our speech. Because no matter what we do, God hears it. Look at that. They were not talking to God. They were talking to Moses and to Adam complaining. But God said, what called Moses and said, Moses, I'm going to, going to rain down food from heaven. They didn't go and complain to God about food being hungry. They complained to God. I mean, to Moses. But look at God. When God called Moses, God told him exactly what he said that I'm going to give them food. I'm going to rain down food from heaven. Mm. So what I need you to really to understand is that when we're talking and saying things, we think nobody hears us, but God hears everything that we say. So they mm. asked Moses for the food. They didn't ask God, but God heard them. Y'all see that? Amen. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. God hears everything. He sees yeah. everything. He hears everything. Now, so you're not to talking also, to him, but he he answered. Yeah, after the day, I have to wash my own mouth out with some soap. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> Me too. Okay. It's a look deeper. When we start complaining, we're complaining because we're stressed. Think about this. The children of Israel didn't have any food to eat, so they were stressed out. So what did they what? do? They complained. Complain. Yeah. So what I want us to start to do is that when we get stressed out, instead of complaining, because when you complain, it shows one thing, that you don't trust God. You see, let me break it down. If the people of Israel just think back and think how God brought them out of that land of Egypt, how God put all those plagues, how God took them out of slavery, when they wanted water, last week we read about how they wanted water, 
and and because the water was bitter. Yeah. And what did God do? Mm-hmm. Put them by a spring that had twelve twelve springs mm-hmm. there, and underneath a yeah, pond right. to get all the water that they want. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but all that stuff that happens should have fought them just to trust God. But mm-hmm. we too are like the children of Israel. Instead of trusting God, we get stressed mm-hmm. out about situations in our life, and what do we do? We start to uh, complain. 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 And think about it. All we have to do is trust God. And what did God say? God said that he will supply your every need. Every need. Instead of complaining, Put your trust in God, and then you know that he will supply your every need. How often do we do that? I think about myself when I'm on the job complaining about that voice. All I had to do was put my trust in God, because the Bible says all you need to do is seek ye first. The kingdom of God is his righteousness. And everything that we need will be added, which means that we need peace on the job. Put God first, and he will supply what we need. And we have whatever we need. All we got to do is just trust God because he said he will supply your everything. Did I see that? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now, Notice that it says here in verse uh, 4, he said that I will test them to see whether or not they follow my instruction. Instruction. Okay? So right away, God said he's going to test them. But just like us, God tests us also. Because, again, I said God said he's going to supply our every need. If we start complaining about stuff that we don't have, that's a test of of not being Mm -hmm. obedient to God. When God has told us that he will supply our every need. When we start complaining about things, God said all we need to do is to seek him. And he will supply everything that we need. As long as we seek him and put him first. So this is a test. Um, Turn to me from Matthew 6.33 for a second. Matthew 6.33. And these are the things that we don't think about when we get stressed out and start complaining. But Matthew 6.33. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You got to be careful when we complain because we're God of being oppressing us. Six thirty three. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mister Daddy, you read this. Read that from your Bible. Sixteen. No, 6, I'm sorry. Sixteen. I'm sorry. Six thirty three. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Sixteen thirty three. No, six. Uh, no, six thirty no, three. Six. Oh, Exodus six. No, no, no. Uh, Matthew. Matthew. I'm sorry. I got distracted. M- Matthew. Matthew 6, 
So Moses and Aaron gathered all the people to the said to all the people of Israel, one thing you are accusing us. Remember back in the verse of them um, that they that the Lord wanted to kill us back in Egypt, well, could have should have killed us back in Egypt, and that Moses and Aaron had brought them out to starve. Mm-hmm. But look what Moses mm-hmm. and Aaron said, said to them. By the end of time, you're going to realize it wasn't us, Moses and Aaron, who brought us out, but it was the God, Lord God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt. So he's making that clear. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't us that we have nothing to do. We were just instruments. But it was the Lord God who brought them out. You see that? Mm-hmm. But he said, yeah. but why are you complaining? Something's going to happen. Sister Timothy, seven, please. And in the morning, you would... And in the morning, you will see the glory of the Lord, because he has heard your grumbling against him. <laughs> Who are we that you, are, that you should grumble against us? Amen. So remember, just like we said, he said, you're going to see the glory of the God, because God heard what you said. <laughs> he heard you complaining about him. But God's going to show up, and he's going to fix this thing, and you're going to see his glory in all of your complaints. And it's just like with us. When we complain, God turns right around and fix it for us, and we see God's glory because things just work out so fussy. It's like, how could this have happened? Because nobody but God could have gotten us out of the situation. So God will reveal his glory to you about doing the impossible. I don't know about you, but I have had some situations in my life that nobody but God could get me out. And he did. Me too. Nobody but God. And I was able to see God's glory because I know man didn't have the power to do it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're in your house and you're praying to the Lord and you're thinking there's nobody else around, God hears you. And stand back and watch God work because he will rebuild his glory to you. But there's no way you could have gotten out of these situations without God himself. Ten? Yes. All right. Verse 8. Yes. Sister Austin, please. Uh-huh. And Moses said, this shall be when the Lord shall give you in the evening flesh to eat and in the morning bread to the full. For that the Lord hears your murmuring, which you ye mumble against him. And what are we? Your murmuring are not against us, but against the Lord. Amen. So Moses told him straight up, you're going to get your meat to eat in the evening, and going to get you some bread to satisfy you in the morning. Because why? Because even though you complain to me, people's complaints was against God. And guess what? What God has heard it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it goes to show you what we're saying, that God hears everything. So we speak and we think no one is listening, but God hears everything that you are saying. Mm-hmm. All right, Mummy. Let me just see something. Um, turn to I am. Isaiah one eighteen for a second. Isaiah one eighteen. Bob, you're quiet. So quiet. You all right? I'm all right. Isaiah one eighteen. 
Isaiah what? 118. And so, yeah, I want you to see that no matter how bad we get or how bad, how things seem, God always makes a way for us. Yes, he does. Oh, yes, he does. And the 118 is going to show you that. Mm-hmm. Mr. Kenzie, you want to read that, please? Oh, wow. Um, listen at this. <laughs> 118 reads, Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Mm. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. Amen. Which means that yes. even though no. your sins are so bad and so red and pronounced, God can make them pure like wool and as wool, white, white as snow. That mm-hmm. shows you that God is going to always forgive you if you just repent. Mm-hmm. He's always trying to make things better and easier for us. But we just have a way of just not trusting him enough for him you know, just not trusting him enough. And that's something that we have to learn as Christians to get stronger and get better at. Because God will always provide for us. I want you to check something else. I'm checking the scripture right now. But turn to um, Deuteronomy 32.10. To show you how God watches over us. Deuteronomy 32.10. Arlene, read that, please. Give me a second. 33. 32.10. 32.10. Uh-huh. I know I got you hopping over the Bible tonight. Sorry. Okay. <laughs>
He surrounds you and he watches over you and he guards you the same way he would guard his own eyes. Now, you know, God's eyes, our eyes are precious. And if God is saying that he's watching over you, protecting you, and guiding you, he's not going to let anything happen to you. The same way he protects himself, the same way that he protects you. And look at the word. He said that he guards you in everything that we do. So if God is guiding us and watching over us, why do we not trust him? Why do we just not just believe that he did it? Now, missionary, in that same chapter, go to verse 8 and 3, please. 8, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. Uh-huh. Still talk about how God takes care of us. Okay. Uh, 8, 3. Uh, yes. He humbled you by letting you go hungry and then feeding you with manna, a food previously unknown to you and your ancestors. He did it to teach you that people do not live by bread alone. Rather, we live by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Amen. Amen. And what is the words that come out of God's mouth? That he will supply your every need according every to his riches and glory. As long as you seek him first and put, his, put him first, he will supply. That's every word that comes out of his mouth. That's all we have to do, which boils down to trusting God. Y'all see that? Is that clear? Yes, ma'am. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's really clear. All right. Amen. Now we can move on. All right. Sister Austin. Can you read yeah. um, back to Exodus 16, start at verse 9, please. And Moses spoke unto Aaron, and said unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, Come near before the Lord, for he has heard your murmuring. Uh, we spoke about that. Go ahead. And he came to pass, Aaron and spoke and to the whole congregation of the children of Israel, that they looked towards the wilderness, and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. Amen. Now look at that. Even though they complained, God told mm-hmm. them, um, Aaron to tell them to present themselves yeah. before God. Because why? Mm-hmm. God heard your complaints. But even though mm-hmm. they heard God and made him upset about complaining, Mm-hmm. Aaron told them to look into towards the wilderness and look. When they looked, all they mm-hmm. saw was the awesome glory of the Lord in the cloud. So that was a confirmation that God had heard them, but yet mm-hmm. he's going to supply their every need. Then look how God presented himself. Mm-hmm. And then you got to think about it. It wasn't just a lot of little people there. It was a whole lot of people there, thousands and thousands of people. Remember we had read that before? Right. Yes. All those people saw the awesome glory of God in the cloud. It made me think about when Jesus is going to come back and said that every eye is going to see him when he comes back on that cloud. The awesomeness of the Lord. And again, God hears everything that we say. Okay, 11, Sister Austin, please. I mean, Sister Vaughn, please. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying. Go ahead. 
Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I have here the mumbling mm-hmm. of the children of Israel. Speak unto them, saying, At even ye shall eat flesh, and in the morning ye shall be fulled with bread, and ye shall know that I am the Lord your God. Amen. So, um, Devon, that was beautiful. Now, Mm. let me ask you, so what did they complain about? What were they complaining about? Not having what? They was was complaining about the food. Okay, not having any food. So God Mm -hmm. came into a cloud and showed up. Yeah, yeah, remember it said he said the awesome glory of the Lord in the cloud. You see that? Mm-hmm. So God showed up because he heard they were complaining. And then when he, when they came in the cloud, Lord, the Lord spoke to Moses and said, "Look, Moses, I heard their complaints. I'm going to tell you what I want you to tell them. Let them know in the evening they're going to have meat to eat, and in the morning mm-hmm. they're going to have all the bread. Because remember they said, why you didn't take me out of Egypt?" But well, we had all that food and meat. A glass of more food and meat and bread. Yeah. I'm going to give you your food. I'm going to give right. you your bread. And you're going to have it in the evening and on the meat. And in the morning, you're going to have all the bread. Now, look what God did in verse 13. Um, Sister Maria? And it came to pass that at evening, the quail covered the camp, and in the morning, the dew lay round about the host. <clears throat> okay. So what did God do, Maria? What the, how did he give them meat? Well, he had all these quails come over. And what is a quail? Quail is a bird. A bird. So look what God did. That evening, he put in a vast number of birds, flew in, so many birds, and they covered the camp. Just like God said. And then the next morning, when they got up, the camp was wet with dew. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that was going to be the bread. Uh, you know what? Keep um, Read down, Maria. Read 14. And Go when ahead. the dew that lay was gone up, Behold, upon the face of the wilderness, there lay a small round thing, as small as the uh, uh, boar, as the as the boar fresh on the on the ground. And when okay. the children Israel saw it, they said one to another, "It is." Manna, for they, for they, hold on a second, for they wist not what is was, and Moses said unto them, This is the bread which the Lord hath given you to eat. Amen. So look what happened. Amen. So they complained about food, and God gave them quail or birds to eat. And in the morning time, he gave them the the manna. Now, 
Now, let's look at this. Look at this closely. Okay, the manor was something small, was round. Mm-hmm. It said it was white and it was sweet. So that was pretty much like the bread. And they could take this and boil it and bake it, whatever way they wanted to eat it. But then they gave it for meat to quell. So what the point that I want you to get at is that that manna is supposed to be compared to Christ. And I want you to think about it. When he gave them the manna, what time of the day did he give it to him? In the morning or the night? Morning. In the morning. Okay. And so, so if, if the manna was like the bread, Jesus Christ is supposed to be our bread of life, correct? Oh, yeah. Let's prove it. So that means that when we get up in the morning, that dew came, that, that, that manna came down first thing in the morning. So when it got up, it was there. So we are supposed to start our day with the bread of life, with the Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. We can start our day in prayer, talking to mm-hmm. God. It's like that dew mm-hmm. came down. And that manna came down in the morning to start our day with um, prayer. Okay? And the reason why we should do that before the presence of the world, you know, as you get up, if you get up in the morning and you start to pray and talk to God, then you can go about the rest of your day before all the problems come in. But you put God first. Because remember, God said, seek you first. Okay? Now Mm -hmm. let's compare this bread to Jesus Christ. Turn to John 6. That's the Luke John 6 in the New Testament. Yeah. John 6. John 6. Uh-huh. And let's see. We're going to go to... Okay. John 6. Okay. And we're going to go to... Um, okay, let's go to verse, verse 41. And I'm going to ask. 21? Uh, no, 41. Oh, we're going to okay. ask Mr. Tinsley to read that, please. And, and okay. TV is still, I tell you, to, to stop, please. We're going to go down to about 51. 41 to 51. And this, at this, the Jews began to grumble about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. Can I hold it? Right remember that matter came from where? Heaven. 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 Okay, and what did Jesus say? That he is the what? The bread. The bread. The bread. The bread. The bread. Came down from heaven. Okay, keep going. Down from heaven. That's right. Uh-huh. Keep going to the Pacific. Thank you. They said, this, is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How can he now say, I came down from heaven? I grumbling among yourselves, Jesus answered. No one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws him out, and I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in the prophets. They will 
all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to the Father and learns from him come to me. No one has sent the Father except no one has seen the Father except the one who is from God. Only he has seen the Father. Mm-hmm. I tell you the truth. I tell you the truth. He who believes it has everlasting life. But I am the bread. I am the bread of life. Okay, who's the bread yes. of life? God. 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 That's right, Jesus, that's right. And go ahead. Man, man. Your forefathers ate the manna in the desert, yet they died. But there, but, but here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which a man may eat and not die. Mm-hmm. I am the living bread that come down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Amen. So you say, you see that manna that came down from heaven was compared to Jesus because he said that he is the bread and the bread. Now, now, what I'm going to show you next, you guys are going to have to make your own decision on this because this is a very controversial piece. Um, in the Bible, they, the scholars are arguing about it. Only thing I can tell you, I want to show you what's written. I can't tell you because there's some things in the Bible that we don't understand and can't explain it, but I only can tell you that it was written. Now, go back to verse 11, Exodus 16, 11. When it uh, says, uh, verse 13, um, 16, 13, it says that in that evening, a vast number of quails flew in and covered the camp. Right? So those birds came in that night. Mm-hmm. And then the next mm-hmm. morning, they had the, the camp was wet with dew. That was the manna. All right? Right. Now, mm-hmm. just look down for all the way down to chapter 30, uh, verse 36. Do you see them ever talking about the quells again? Is there anything else about quells? <laughs> Only thing you see them talk about basically is the manna. And never show again in this chapter that God sent those birds to us. Right? Mm-hmm. right. So, what the people are saying, and I don't know if it's true or not, I only can tell you what's being taught. But I don't know which way it goes. But what the scholars are saying, that God only allowed the quail to come twice. One here, chapter 16, verse 13. Now turn to Numbers 11. <laughs> Numbers 11. Numbers, uh-huh. And this is a very oh, number 11. Number 11. Okay. And... Yeah. Look at the title um, in number 11. What's the title of it? Missionary, you have that? 11. Number 11. What's the title there? What are the people doing in this chapter? Oh, boy. You see it, it, Missionary? I'm trying to find it. Okay. Uh, Number 
And when Okay, numbers 11. Yeah. 11 what? That's 11. What's the title? The people are doing what? Oh, the, the title is The People Complains to Moses. Okay, so they're complaining again, right? Then look what's going yeah. on. Okay, so, Sister Maria, read this one 31 down to 35. Then what, what happened? What? That that's in numbers. Numbers, yes, ma'am. Thirty-one. What? I'm what numbers? Chapter? Eleven. Chapter eleven. Chapter eleven. Verse thirty-one. Okay. Verse thirty-one. Okay. Oh, now, what's, now, now, what's the title, Maria? What does what? God sends quail. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Lord sends quail. So remember, we just read about quails in Exodus 16. There's no place that I found in between that God mm-hmm. ever sent quails again until this chapter. Okay, Maria, can you please? Are you going to laugh about this one? <laughs> You have it, Maria? Oh, boy. Yes, yes. And And there went forth a wind from the Lord and brought quails from the sea and left them fall on the camp as as it were a day's journey on this side and as it were on this side. Uh, on the other side, round about the camp, and as it were two cubits high upon the face of the earth. Keep on. Oh, okay. so anyway, it said for mouths and everything. And the, people, and the okay. people stood up all that day and all that night and all the next day and they gathered the quails. He that gathered least gathered ten ten homers and they spread them all abroad for uh, for themselves round about the camp. Okay, we're hold it there for and just while, one second so I can explain. And so what it's saying here that the Lord sent a wind and when he sent that wind in, he brought the quails that came out from the sea. And it just says that all the, the, the quails were all over the camp for miles. In every direction, there was quails that flying around. And it said that the quails were so many that there were so many quails flying around, they were three feet above the ground. It says that the people went out and they caught the quails all day. They were picking up birds, and all night they were picking up birds. That's how many birds they had. And they gathered so many birds that nobody had less than 50 bushels. But that's a whole lot of birds they were catching, right? Okay? And then they took the, and they took the birds, and they spread them around the, um, around the camp to, to, to dry so they could eat them. But look what happened, okay? Um, 33, go ahead, Maria. We still in numbers or go back to Exodus? No, 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 still numbers. We're going to finish up this part. Numbers 11, 33, Maria. 
You there? You lost me here? Okay, Arlene, would you have it? Arlene? Where is everybody? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Arlene, you there? Okay, Austin, so Austin? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, 1133. Oh, and while the flesh was yet between their teeth, yeah, it was chewing. The wrath of the Lord was kindly against the people, and the Lord smote the people with a very great plague. And he mm-hmm. called the name of that the place of Cabroth Havavar. Oh, Cabroth Havavar. Because they they buried the people that Hello, loved. I'm back. I got shut off. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, me too. Them, uh-huh. Sorry, guys. The means of gluttony. Okay. You see that? My, yes. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. And look what he did. So go ahead to Austin. What did he do? And the people journeyed from Kababah unto, I don't know that either, Habeas. And uh-huh. about at Hebrews. Okay. So the part that I want you to see, that they wanted food and, and quail. God sent them quail. Mm-hmm. And they ate so much that God said that he called them gluttony. They ate so much. Ooh. They complained Ooh. so bad about having the food that God destroyed them. You see that? Wow. Yeah. Who craved, huh? What chapter was that? Oh, we're in Numbers 11, verse 31. Oh, okay. So they don't have to complain anymore. They, God tells them, they want meat. I'm going to give you meat. But while you eat that meat, he said they, the meat was between their teeth. Let's see. It says oh, okay. the, the anger of the Lord blazed the people, and he sucked them with a severe plague. But while they slipped there, mm. and all that food, and mm-hmm. come out of the bird, God struck them all, killed them about complaining. Mm. These are the only two places My in goodness. the Bible that talk about quail. So hmm. it's kind of confusing. I'm not clear myself. I know that they're going to talk about quail in Exodus 16, and I thought that maybe God gave them quail every single night and manna all during the day. But it seems like God just gave them quail that one time in Exodus 16, and then the next time he gave them quail, they ate so much until they all died. I don't know. I can't prove it that it only happened twice. I only can tell you what the scholars are saying and what's written in the Bible. There doesn't seem to be a clear explanation about it, um, how that worked. We know that they had manna for all the 40 years that they was there, but I don't know if they had meat. So it looks like they only had meat twice. I can't say that's correct. I'm not sure. I'm just giving you what the Bible is showing. But there's something that you're not going to ever to be able to explain in the Bible, and this is one of those. Right. Just have to trust God. That trusting that God said they asked for meat, so God gave them meat. And the next time that they asked for it, God gave them something, he also destroyed them. So we got to be careful. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. of the blood. 
Huh? So that's what that is. I just wanted to point that to you. I thought that was, like, so interesting because I always thought that every night they had meat and they had in the morning the manna. But it doesn't seem to be the case. It seems like um, a two-shot deal. That's it. Once an agent does and once a number. But, you know, if you research it and you find it differently, let me know. Because I'm not sure myself. I only can tell you what I found so far. If I find it different, I'll tell you. Goes okay. to show you be satisfied with yeah. what you have. Amen. And thank God, Isn't praise him for what you have. Yeah, and right. then he'll bless you if he see fit for you. If it's in his will, he will grant you more. Amen. Amen. That's right. That's right. Okay, let's see if we can just finish this up now. Um, Arlene, I'm going back to Exodus uh-huh. 16. Can you read um, so, um, 16, 16? Go from there, please. 15 and 16? Okay. And when the children 16, 16. is... Oh, 16, 15, right? Yeah. 16, 16, yes. 15, 16 or 16, 16? 16, 16. Okay. This is the thing which the Lord has Sure. Gather of it every man according to his eating, and omer for every man according to the number of your persons. Take ye every man for them which are in his tent. Go ahead. Okay. And the children of Israel did so and gathered some more, some less. Uh-huh. When you read 18, yeah. when they did meet it with an omer. He that gathered much had nothing over, and he that gathered little had no lack. They gathered every man according to his eating. Amen. So this is to show you what the God is saying. When God told mm-hmm. us to go out to pick up the manna, if you mm-hmm. gathered a lot, you had enough. If you gathered a little bit, you still had enough. So remember, God said he's going to supply your every need. So no matter how much they gather, a little bit or a lot, they had enough to feed their family. That's when God said he's going to supply your every need. And this is an example of it. Okay, go ahead, Maria, um, um, Arlene, please. Okay, so 19. And Moses said, let no man leave of it till the morning. Notwithstanding, they hearkened not unto Moses, but some of them left of it until the morning. And it bred worms and stank, and Moses was wroth with them. And man, now hold it there. Wow. And look what happened. God told them, don't um, leave it until the next day. When you finish it, eat it all up. But again, they didn't listen. So look what happened. Mm-hmm. So when the morning mm-hmm. came and they held on to mm-hmm. it, when they got up in the morning, instead of having that manna, it was full of maggots and it stinks. Maggots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Moses was mm-hmm. angry with them. Okay, go ahead, Arlene. Twenty one, please. And they gathered it every morning. That's twenty one. Okay. Oops. Okay. They gathered it every morning. Every man according to his eating. And when the sun waxed hot, it melted. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. And it came to pass that on the sixth day they gathered twice as much bread, two omers for one man, and all the rulers of the congregation came and told Moses. They, uh, they gathered about four quarts. Go ahead. Okay, on the sixth okay. day. Okay, and look what happened. Okay, this is 23. And he said unto them, This is that which the Lord hath said. Tomorrow it is rest of the holy Sabbath unto the Lord. They that which ye will bake today, and seeth that we that ye will seeth and that we remaineth all overlay up for you to be kept until the morning. Okay, now I want to hold it there for a second because it's another piece. Now notice, don't see anything again about the clouds. Look at everything they're talking about. It's the matter, right? And it's yeah. they go back mm-hmm. out and pick up the clouds again. They said every morning. They talk about the evening. They give you the impression that all they ate was just that manna. They baked it and they boiled it. All right? Mm-hmm. Now, notice in verse 23, he said, tomorrow would they be a complete day of rest, a holy Sabbath mm-hmm. set apart mm-hmm. for God. Now, remember when you read in Genesis 2-2, uh, missionary, are you there? Yes, I'm oh. here. Okay, baby, I know you're tired. But can you no, read can, can you read for me Genesis two two for a second, please? Yes, Genesis two mm-hmm. two. Uh huh. I'm sorry, baby. I know you're tired. I hear it in your voice. I'm so sorry to bother you. No, you're not bothering me. You're not bothering me. I I, uh-huh. I want to hear the word. Genesis 2-2 two, two reads, um, uh, where is it? On the, seventh, on the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation, so he rested from all okay. his work. Okay, so who rested on the seventh day, Amishnelli? The Father, the Creator. Okay, so didn't say anything about, about man, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That God rested, right? Now, yes. Now go to Deuteronomy 20. And this is when our Sabbath is going to come in. So see, God rested, not us. Now look at Deuteronomy 20. This is something else that I found very interesting. Okay. Deuteronomy 20, Arlene. Okay. Which verse, Pastor? Right, give me one. What verse? Um, uh, one second. Okay. I think it's twelve. Oh, let me get the Deuteronomy twenty. Right, this is not what I'm looking for. This one. Um, I might have okay. to come back to you on that because what okay. I'm looking for. Uh huh. It's not. Take what your I time. Take your time. That's when he told us when we have to rest. Oh, okay. On the seventh day, rest. Uh-huh. Pop you on the line. Okay. Yeah. I will find it for you before you're off the line. Because when I write huh? down, it's not what I'm looking for. What are you looking for? When God um, instituted the Ten Commandments. And that's yeah, do what I for. How smart you mm-hmm. can. Go ahead, Papa. Amen. Oh, I wish I could be like that. Okay. Amen. Right. You're right. 
Okay, it's four and it's five. That's what I'm looking for. Deuteronomy five. That's it, Pop. Thank you. Okay. That's right, right there. Thank you, Papa. Thank you, Papa. Thank you, Papa. You're welcome. Go to Deuteronomy yeah. 5. And now, now look at um, 12. That's it. Deuteronomy 5. Thank you, Papa. Deuteronomy 5, 12. Yes, ma'am. Now, hey. read that from your Bible, please. Um, 12 to 15. Now, Who's you reading? Who do you want to read, Pastor? Who do you want to read? Missionary. Oh. Missionary. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Hmm. Mm. Observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy, as the Lord your God has commanded you. You gone. You have six days each week for your ordinary work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest, dedicated to the Lord your God. Mm-hmm. On that day on that day, no one in your household may do any work. This includes you, your sons and daughters your male and female servants, your oxen and donkeys and other livestock and any foreigners living among you. All your male and female servants must rest as you do. Remember that you were once slaves in Egypt, but the Lord your God brought you out with his strong hand and powerful arm. That is why the Lord your God has commanded you to rest on the Sabbath day. Amen. You see? So on when Genesis two two, it was God they was telling God was saying that he rested. It wasn't to Deuteronomy five that God told us that we have to rest. And he reminded oh, them Oh yeah. You see that? Mm. Right. Yeah. Genesis, right? On the seventh day he rested. Yep. Genesis um two two. But now, when you go to Deuteronomy 5, he reminded them they were slaves in Egypt. And there was God that brought them out. That was a mm-hmm. powerful arm. So he told them on that day, they had to rest. And God, so when God put in the Ten Commandments, that's when he was putting in the Sabbath. You see that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I never knew that. Because you see, I didn't they observe the Sabbath by keeping it holy. And that's what's with the Ten Commandments. If you look further down and see the Ten Commandments, honor your father and mother, you must not murder, you must not commit adultery, you must not steal. All those things were the Ten Commandments. But that's what he put in the Sabbath. Pop, is that right? Mm-hmm. I'm right, mm-hmm. Pop, Pop? You're right. I want to show you one more thing, and then we're going to come um, finish up and we're going to be done. Wow. Um, turn to Hebrews. It's just a lot of interesting stuff that I never knew. Um, Hebrews 9. Hebrews 9. Uh-huh. I know you guys are tired tonight. I'm sorry. I'm not. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm not okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> Hebrews 9. 9-4. Thanks, Papa, for, for helping me with that one. 
Hebrews um, 9. 90 was nine. with Moses. Moses yep. 90. Moses yep. wrote 90, 91, and 92. Okay, Pat. Asaph, Asaph wrote 78, 77, and 74. Okay. Asaph, Asaph was the one that was the one that David put up in front. He was the one that got took the Levites and put them in. They're supposed to worship God at all times. In other words, they got a straight, but they worship God. A coronet, a, a horn, and a, if they had a piano in those days, they had a piano, but they had no piano. And they, they, he was doing this, arranging the music. He was a music arranger. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you, Papa. We like a dad on encyclopedia. That's what you are. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to you, Father. I feel like I'm watching I'm watching you read Hebrews 9, 4, and it's going to tie right into our lesson. Sister um, Tiffany, oh. read Tiffany, please. Hebrews 9, 4. Uh-huh. Uh, one minute. The New Testament. I'll show you how it's going to tie right into our lesson. You're going to see it in a few minutes. Which had which had the golden altar of incense and the gold covered arch of the covenant. Mm-hmm. This ark contained the gold jar of manna, mm-hmm. Aryan stag that had bubbled, and the stone tablet of the covenant. Okay, hold it there. So the ark of the covenant had what inside? A jar of what? Manna. Manna. Okay, now keep that in mind. Now that's in Hebrew. Now go back to... um. Exodus now. Let's finish it up. I'm gonna show you that. Exodus um sixteen. Okay. Now. Just um Kinsley, just keep reading. But read all down so you're gonna see that 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 thought. Keep that thought in mind. But we have Exodus sixteen. Um and read down to the twenty twenty one. Started twenty one. Uh huh. Yep. Every morning, everyone gathered as much as they needed. And when the sun grew hot, it melted away. Mm-hmm. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much, two Omars for each person, and the leaders of the community came and reported this to Moses. He said to them, this is what the Lord commanded. Tomorrow is to be a day of rest, a holy Sabbath to the Lord. As we just read, so go ahead. Mm-hmm. So bake what you want to bake and boil what you want to boil. Save whatever is left and keep it until morning. Okay, so you saw so, they took that manna and they baked it or they boiled it, right? All right. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. Then it's in the 
He put it for us, so they saved it until morning as Moses commanded. And it did not stink, nor get maggots in it. Uh-huh. Eat it today, Moses said, because today is a Sabbath to the uh-huh. Lord. You will not find any of it in the ground today. Six days you will eat together. It has eat together. But on the seventh day, the Sabbath, there will be not there will not be any. Nevertheless, some of the people went out on the seventh day to gather it, but they found none. They said they were to do it for six days, but some of them go out there the seventh day. And what happened? They didn't find nothing. They didn't find nothing. Nothing. They didn't find nothing. They didn't find nothing. They didn't find nothing. They didn't find nothing. They didn't then the Lord said to Moses, How long will you refuse to keep my commandments uh-huh. and my instructions? Bear in mind that the Lord has given you the Sabbath. That uh-huh. is why on the sixth day he gives you bread for two days. Uh-huh. Everyone is to stay where he is on the seventh day. No one is to go out. So the people rested on the seventh day. Now, notice it said there, Sister Tinsley, and it said give them any meat. It just said get them bread, right? Because you do bread? Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. See? Don't say anything else about the meat. Okay, go ahead, please. And on the 31, the people of Israel called the bread manna. Uh-huh. It was white with coronavirus. And it tasted like waffles made with honey. Mm-hmm. Moses, mm-hmm. Said, <laughs> Moses said, this is what the Lord has commanded. Take an omar, omar and a manna and keep it for the generations to come mm-hmm. so they can see the bread I gave you to eat in the desert, mm-hmm. and I brought you out of Egypt. Okay, that was really so, a two-quart jar. That Omar is a two-quart jar. That has to be 33. So Moses said to Aaron, take a jar and put an Omar and a manna in it. Then place it before the Lord to be kept for the generations to come. And the Lord mm. commanded Moses and Aaron, put the manna in front of the testimony that it might be kept. All right. So remember we just read about the Ark of the Covenant? And this is further down mm-hmm. in Revelation. That same mm-hmm. manna that they picked up mm-hmm. and put in that two-quart jar, they put that mm-hmm. in the Ark of the Covenant. And notice that they have no maggots, it didn't stink, and nothing happened to it. And the people, right. after the Israelites had died out, the future generation, they was able to mm-hmm. see that manna that, they, um, that mm-hmm. their forefathers or their ancestors was picking up. That God preserved it. They didn't let it speak. They didn't let it do anything. 
And it kept generation. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the kids bring us home. Okay, 35, and this is the last. The Israelites okay. ate manna 40, yeah. 40 years until they came to the land that was settled. They ate manna until they reached the border of Canada. All right, so you see, again, does it say that they ate manna and quail? What did they say they ate what? The only manna. Only for 40 years. Don't say anything. 40 years. Again. You see that? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And it says that the last 136, you can And Omar is a tenth of one tenth of a Ephraim. And, and that's about two quarts. That's all it is, two quarts. So you two see, quarts. guys, and that takes us to 36. So you see, it doesn't say anything else ever again about that. Um, Okay, you got it, Sister, um, Sister Austin? No, Arlene, you got it? 
Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exodus uh, twelve. Start with thirty one. And he called the Moses and Aaron by night and said, Rise up and get you forth from among my people, both ye and the children of Israel, and go serve the Lord as ye have said. Also take your flocks and your herds as ye have said, and be gone and bless me also. And it's okay, now wait, 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 wait. What do you tell them to do? Take their what? Take your flocks. And your heart. And your heart. Mm-hmm. So when they left, mm-hmm. what did they leave Egypt with? With all their flocks and all their possessions. Exactly, them. all their flocks and the herds, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my question to you, if they left Egypt with their flocks and herds, that's me, right? right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if they left with me, why were they hungry? Well, they they yeah, they could have ate it all up. Yeah, could have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, the, but the Bible didn't say. The Bible didn't it say. Didn't. Nope. It didn't say. Because it when they left Egypt, they took all their possessions. Yeah, and they gave them possessions from the other people. So they had a lot of flocks. Why? Silver, gold, jewelry. Yep. Yeah, that's the question the about the food. Yeah. Okay. So if they were hungry, they could have killed a sheep or a cow or something to eat it, right? But, but okay. so many people. Maybe that's what happened in the wilderness. The meat. Yeah. Kill all the meat. Maybe they ate up all the meat. The Bible doesn't say. Right. That's what I'm right. Right. Remember, they were raised up under the Egyptian ways, right? Right. And what did the Egyptians do? They used those animals as sacrificial offerings. They did right. I mean, um, sacrifice was right. right. mm-hmm. Remember when um when Moses went up in the wilderness and um Moses was up there too long, they took it and made a cow, um, a statue of a cow. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They made a cow, right. a statue of a cow. Yeah. So they looked at animals as gods. So mm-hmm. maybe, but see, the Bible doesn't say. So maybe, like uh-huh. Sister Watson said, they could have ate up all the food. Or maybe they mm-hmm. looked at those animals as something like a god. So they could eat it. We don't know. But maybe also, because they traveled in the wilderness, when you got animals, you got money. They didn't have money like we have now. So they could take those animals and, and sell it to somebody or something. Sell it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's right. Know. But it seems strange. That they were had all these herbs and I mean all these animals, but yet they were starving. They couldn't eat it. Mm-hmm. Maybe they ate them. We don't know. Maybe they looked at them mm-hmm. as gods. We don't know. Maybe they wanted to sell them. So these are the things that there's no answer to in the Bible, but it makes you mm-hmm. wonder. And I guess if God wanted us to know, He would just tell us. Yeah. He would have. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I wanted you to see that they left Egypt with a lot of herbs. They had a lot of animals. They had a whole lot of them. And like the author said, maybe they ate them, but we don't know. We yep. just know that they said they were hungry and God rained down stuff from heaven and gave them quails to eat for birds or for meat. And if they had all those animals, why did they need it? Then? So we don't know. Yes. So there's some things that there's, there's no answer to. And it's like I said, if God wanted us to know, he would have told us. He would have told us. Yes. 
So I just wanted to point that out to you. So this chapter tonight have a lot of mysteries. That there are no animals, no horses still like this. Right. No, no. But also, couldn't they have uh, sacrificed some of the animals? You never know. You never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we never ever okay. know. Could I ask a question? Could I ask a question? Absolutely. Could I ask a question? Sure. All right. Why? Why all that? All the animals they had, and all the all the, 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 the all, all they had when they're going in the desert. Nobody had time to. Stop and plant. They were yeah. always on the move. They were on the move. Nobody right. had a farm. Nobody nope. had a, a place for cattle or nobody had. They were on the move. They had no time to plant nothing. And they had no food. Yeah. The food they had was the animals they had. That's why. That's why they, they, tried, they cried for food. They were hungry. Nobody planted nothing. Yeah, they and, then, and, and and they cried, and then they cried to Moses. He said, "You brought us out of Egypt to kill us over mm-hmm. here in the desert." Because they had nobody right. was planting no food. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Because, because, like you said, was trying to develop their trust. On the also, move. To let them to know that you know, when you need something, lean on me. I will supply your every need. So there's a lot of things that we're going to come across in the Bible that we're not going to be able to answer it. But if God wants to know, he tells tell us what he wants us to know. The rest of it, we just mm-hmm. have to trust him for it. That's the, that's the only point that I'm trying to bring mm-hmm. out to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Any say, yeah. Yes, ma'am. Uh, say something. Remember the woman at the yeah. well? Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, what did God told her? Um, if you eat of this bread and drink of this water, of this, you'll never thirst and be hungry. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm. And what was what she talking about, Sister Austin? Huh? What was he talking about? He was talking about um, the, the, the bread of life. That's right, and the bl- and the and 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 the 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 blood of his the blood. That's right. That's right. So mm-hmm. it says. So all we gotta do is part- just stay with God, and we never be cursed again because He said everything that we need will be added to us. Right. All we gotta do is stay with Him. Mm-hmm. Amen. All right, my love. If that's it, that's all we can do is show you what the Bible says and just leave it like that and just trust God. But the point that I want us to get out of here is that we have to stop complaining. You know, because yeah. we don't trust out yes. and that we but. don't trust God. So no matter what is happening in your life, I don't care what the doctors say, I don't care what it looks like, what it feels like, God mm-hmm. says 
He done told us too. He done told us too about um don't worry about what we'll eat, drink, or wear. That's right. Mm -hmm. He will provide. See, we don't realize that when we're doing this, God is allowing these things to happen to shape our character, to make us stronger, to make Mm. us to be the kind of people that he wants. He's developing us. So if you just put him first, that's all we need to do, and just to trust him. Like Sister Vaughn said, if he take care of the birds in the air and he feed and clothes them, how we much more higher to him then? So what do you think God is going to do for us? And always remember, he said he's going to supply your every need according to your um, Jesus in glory. So let's learn to just trust God for what he says and not worry about what you don't, but just trust God first. Any questions? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. That was a beautiful lesson. You, yes, it was a lot. Know. It's a lot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. No, it no, makes it great. It, we needed to hear that. Oh, yes, we did. Yes, we did. We needed to hear that because I know I do. I realized that that's that's not the way to do it, and and uh, the day of rest, that Sabbath, is something important too, very important. We just yes. don't get the understanding of God's Sabbath, that day of rest. You know, He did it for Himself, and then He taught us to do it too. So there's that's more. Amen. That's right. That's right. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's right. I didn't even think about that. He did it first. And then he told us to do it. So he practiced it as something new. Mm-hmm. Definitely so. so we Hallelujah. Just, yes, we got to be careful. Mm-hmm. With, and another thing that we learned tonight is that when we're sitting in our secret places saying things, we think nobody hears us, but God hears everything that we're saying. Oh, yes. That Good was the very God. first one. <laughs> Amen. Those are the major Amen. points that we need to bring out. So be careful. But to say good or bad, because God hears it all. <laughs> and he does, he did reply to those people. You didn't think I'm listening, but I heard when you said, I, 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 you brought me out here to die. You want food? I'm going to give you food. I'm going to bring birds down for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to eat that manna for 40 years. And you know what's interesting? You're going to find out, too, that they were supposed to only be in the wilderness for 10 days. That's all that they needed. But because of their disobedience, they was in there for 40 years. And you can see all mm, of them mm, got mm. out there. And they they should have been about in the good times. So because of their disobedience, all them people uh, had to die mm. off. And God raised up new people mm-hmm. to go into that Canaan land because God had promised Abraham that they're going to go yeah. over that. But those people mm-hmm. didn't listen and was disobedient, they would die. Look at them. Mm-hmm. He took them out to a certain place. They wanted more food, but talking about that meat, and look what God did. Send down all them birds. Them whole lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, oh, yeah. lot. And, oh, yeah. the day, and then he called them oh, flesh. Yeah. They all died. He got rid of all of them. So we got to crush them and they died. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They died with a full mm-hmm. stomach. They got their meat, but they died yeah. with a full stomach. 
What a way to go, though. Amen. Amen. God put the plague on him. Ma'am? These are all the little things that we've been reading about for years in the Bible, but we never knew these points. Never knew mm-hmm. these points. It's, it's all. It's just new to me, just like it's new to you, and I get so excited. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I call a missionary in the morning and say, did you know? And then we sit and study about it a little bit more. Because it's new, it's exciting. We thank God. We thank God. So with all hearts and minds and let's just all pray together now and close out this message. And I thank each one of you for coming on the line tonight. And thank Mm -hmm. God for each one of you for learning so much and and sharing with me because this was a long lesson. So let's just pray together. But we finished it. It was a good lesson. Yes, we did. There's a lot of verses. When we finish it, we got a good understanding of it, thank God. Okay, let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we just want to come to Lord and come into your know-how. Thank you, Lord, for all the many wonderful blessings you have restored upon the Lord. We thank you, Lord, for our laying down last week. Yes, Lord. Early rises this morning. We thank you, Lord, that we still have the same people that we had in that morning. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Thank you, Father. Thank you for all that you have done for Thank you, Father. You couldn't have done it all alone. And bring her back. Oh, God, we give you the praise. Oh, God, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just thank you, praise you, Lord. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.